0: welcome to The Lowdown. I'm your host, Shiloh, and you're in the right place if you're ready to dive deep into all things mindset, manifestation, and to sometimes hear that unsolicited big sister advice that you probably didn't know you needed. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a glass of wine, grab that pen and paper, and let's get into it. This is The Lowdown. Hello, 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 beautiful souls. Hi, welcome back. This is episode seven, I think, could be episode six. I'm not sure. I've kind of lost track at this point, but I am so happy you are here nonetheless. I know I skipped last week's episode and a lot of what this episode today has to say is pretty much why I skipped last week's episode As most of you probably don't know, I or maybe you do know, I don't know, I own a social media company, so I have quite a few clients that I am always at the beck and call for. Whenever they need something, I drop everything that I am doing and I focus in on their needs. And I've just been really trying to grow that side of my business as far as like gaining clients and everything like that. I actually ended up going off on my own, so I used to work for a firm, and then I worked privately for someone, and last November, I want to say, I decided to take that leap of faith and go off on my own with no backing, no net to catch me, and it's been a wild ride. It's been a crazy ride. It's been a very fulfilling ride. And I'm so excited I get to do what I do, but sometimes, you know, my personal life gets a little crazy, and I try to set those healthy boundaries as far as a work-life balance, but when you basically work for yourself, it's a little hard to know that balance. And that's part of the reason why I skipped last week's episode, and with all that, This is the lowdown on why you need energetic boundaries. So last week I was just kind of feeling a little overwhelmed with everything that I had going on. I had, um, I actually had a recruiting company reach out to me and they had a client that was looking for a contractor, an independent contractor to be brought onto their team for a couple months. And so I was kind of in the process of you know, handling that, working with them, getting done what they needed to do as far as, you know, the proposals I presented to them so that they can kind of feel me out and see if they want to bring me on. But on top of that, out of nowhere, I had two more inquiries come in. One was from the same firm, but it was for actually the recruiter. And the other one was for a lead that I had a few months ago. And I was not expecting all of that to happen within a week. I mean, typically, I have many leads that I reach out to, but usually don't hear back. So for me to hear back from three leads in one week is a lot for one person to handle. So I was kind of caught up in doing all that. And on top of you know my business, I also, on the side, handle um, personal assistant work for someone. And I also take a little break from everything and i get to help my bestie Erin out at a shop that she manages here in milwaukee and those are actually some of my favorite days because i kind of get to step away from what is my norm which is constantly on social media and everything like that and i get to just you know have fun i get to meet new people that are traveling into the milwaukee area I get to, you know, go back to my roots when I worked as a stylist at The Buckle. And it's just something that I really enjoy and I love that it like can break up my week here and there. But again, kind of going back to last week, I was just so overwhelmed and I promised myself when I decided to launch The Lowdown podcast that if I wasn't feeling up for it, I wouldn't launch an episode that week. Oh, and my my uh, episode recorder is marking two two two, which marks alignment. Um, so clearly this episode needs to be put out today because someone that is listening obviously needs it. But I always promised myself that I would not put an episode out or force myself to record an episode if I just wasn't feeling up for it. And I've been trying to implement this, you know, sort of, I guess you could say rule um, or boundary (laughs) within my everyday life, whether that's with, you know, the company I run, with, um, you know, clients, with jobs, with everything like that, friends, family. I try to set those boundaries um, and it can be hard. It definitely can. But, you know, I've been trying to stick with no means no. And even though, you know, someone or there's something out there and you may want to say yes to it or to them, you ultimately need to listen to yourself. You, we live in a world that, you know, where we don't want to let people down, okay? We can be pushed by people, um, friends, people we love, jobs, even financially, and we Live in this societal sort of realm of things where we don't want to let people down. And when we tell them no, then we, we somehow, some way, I don't know, are feeling like we're letting them down. Sometimes we have the time or the ability or the means to help and to say yes, but other times we really don't have that time. And for me, I get like some people may actually look forward to my episodes. And some people may not. Some people don't even listen. And <laughs> maybe this is the first episode that they're tuning into. But for me to have said no to putting out an episode last week, that was me setting a boundary. And I get some people look forward to it. But if I would have taken, you know, that extra hour to two hours to record an episode and then edit it and then get the graphics out and everything like that, that would have been an additional like almost three to four hours added on to my week that I just, you know, emotionally and physically did not have in me. And I feel like it would have totally been read back in how people perceive the message. So the thing here and the whole point of this episode is just, you know, setting those energetic boundaries. I feel like I'm kind of just rambling and I'm saying the same stuff over and over again, (laughs) but the number one priority on your to-do list or your priority list needs to be you. And this is something that I have finally learned and that I'm still learning actually But you can't show up for anything if you don't put yourself first. I remember, like, when I first started working and I got my first job when I was 15, um, I worked my ass off and I never took breaks. If there was someone that was asking me to cover and I was already at, like, 30 hours a week, as a full-time high school student, I was working 30 hours a week if someone asked me to cover a shift for them i wouldn't know how to say no i would say yes so there was a time in high school when i was working full time and going to high school which is completely absurd to me um but even when it came to you know when i did take a couple college courses i was working like 4am or getting up at 4am to go work a Starbucks shift for someone, go to class in the afternoon, and then go uncover for someone at Victoria's Secret when I worked there. And even when I look back to that, I'm like, I had no balance. Like my life was completely crazy. And then that just followed me into, you know, my early adult years and even up until like recently. And I finally realized that, you know, putting those boundaries within work, um, also needs to be put within like my relationships outside of work as far as like friends and you know relationships go. there 's been so many people that I have cut off because they just drain my energy. and if it 's not a fit for me in that time, then it, it 's not to say that it won 't ever be a fit, but when i 'm denying my own energy, I notice that I tend to see or I tend to carry a little seed of resentment. So, let's just say like you know what? I'm actually just going to give an example of my dating life. So, I was <laughs> I was dating a guy. Um, not going to say his name, but and he's probably I I know he listens to this podcast. Um, so hey, what's up? Um, I was giving all of my energy to him. And he was the first guy that I actually saw potential in as far as, you know, wanting to build a relationship with him since my divorce. And I've been divorced for almost two years now. And which is, wow, that's crazy to even think. Oh my goodness. Um, But he was actually the first guy that I had seen potential in, you know, actually committing to and, and dating and possibly seeing you know a long term not a long term future come on now Shiloh but you know seeing seeing relationship with and I put all of my energy into that you know he didn't live in the same city as me um, so I would have to drive down to him he had a dog so that was part of the reason why I was driving to him because I can't have dogs at my place and so I would drive to him multiple times a week, and. You know, it was a great time, but then it just got to the point where I was putting so much energy forth and I wasn't receiving the same energy back and I'm an Aries. (laughs) So if you're not giving me that same attention back and you're not exciting me and fueling my fire because I am a fire sign, I will get bored very easily. And that's basically what it became. And when he realized that I was getting bored, you know, if I'm bored, I'm not going to put my energy into it because I'm not receiving the same energy back. And so I began to just kind of drift away and, you know, separate myself from the situation. Well, then, of course, we stopped talking for a week or so and he comes back. I kind of tell him how I feel, and I'm just like, you know, I don't appreciate how I've been being treated, yada, 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 whatever. And, you know, he goes on to say, like, oh, I get it. Like, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I did drift apart. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll work on it. It was never worked on. And so I was just kind of over it at the point, and <laughs> I I now receive multiple messages from him, and... I could easily reply to it and, you know, maybe it would come of something if I was to reply, but instead I don't. And it's just not worth my time or energy to try and, you know, bring back up past feelings when I know it's just going to be the same results. And part of me was a little salty um, when he said like, oh yeah, like I'll change, I'll I'll start putting effort forth and then never did. So because of that, I did carry a little like seed of resentment because I'm like, well, now I just wasted even more time and you never change. You never showed me, you know, any sort of commitment, any sort of energetic like match. So kind of going back to what I said, when you deny your own energy, you carry with you a teeny seed of resentment. There's this one book, and I haven't read it yet, but it's definitely on my list. It's called Don't Dim to Fit In by Rebecca Campbell, and there's a quote that reads like this. All relationships are an energetic relationship. The moment one person decides to start rising up and allowing their light to shine, it changes the energetic agreement and can create some waves relationships are meant to last. They will adapt to the changes and the energy. Other relationships won't because they are likely born under the provision of I love you as long as you don't shine brighter than me. So the whole thing is is when you're learning to manifest and working on, you know, rising your vibe or raising your vibrations and everything like that. This involves, like, your inner child healing, your shadow work, visualization, and meditation. When you learn to put those boundaries, those energetic boundaries on relationships or within work or even financially, then anything below that high vibe is going to be gone. And that, that means people. So if something is below you, or is not an energetic match, you shouldn't be giving any mind to it. And that's where setting boundaries comes into play. When you continue to put yourself first and your priorities first, and you do it for the higher good, your cup is going to overflow. So imagine one of those really pretty champagne towers that you see like all across Pinterest. And You know, you're pouring all the champagne into that top glass, and it's all of your boundaries you've set, everything that, like, you're doing for yourself because you're setting yourself, you know, you're setting yourself as a priority. And that cup's gonna begin to overflow into the other cups, which basically is like you being able to give more to others. You're gonna be able to give more time, more money to your waitress, to your waiter, to charity. You're gonna be able to give, you're just gonna be able to give. Give more. For example, let's say you have a friend and they ask you to brunch. And you know you have a huge workload ahead of you to do the next day, but you decide to say, Yeah, sure. You don't want to say no to her. You don't want to make her feel bad. And overall, you just can't say no to this friend, okay? She's one of your great friends. So you say yes. So you wake up the next morning, you get ready. And by the time you meet her for brunch, she already has a pitcher of mimosas waiting. Okay. You guys are drinking bottomless today because obviously one mimosa turns into two, which turns into bottomless. And by the time brunch is done, you're feeling great, you're tipsy, and you guys decide to walk around the city after brunch. By the time you get home, it's 4 p.m., you still have to make dinner. That's probably going to take you about an hour and a half. And by the time you're done eating, it's around six o'clock. All right. Your buzz has worn off. You decide, okay, it's about seven o'clock. It's still, it's a little late to be doing work and hopping on the computer because if I hop on the computer, I'm not going to be able to get any sleep tonight. So you're like, let me just, you know, let me do a light workout. Let me go to the gym. So you go to the gym and by the time you get home, it's 9 p.m. And you have to get ready for bed. You could either choose restful sleep or you, again, could stay up late staring at computer to get that work done. But the whole thing is, is you could have said no. You could have said no. You could have, you know, said, you know, I can't meet you for brunch. I'm going to get my work done. Let's go ahead. Let's meet for dinner. So because you said no, you were able to get your work done in the morning. You were able to prep meals for the rest of the week. You were able to go to the gym and now you're meeting her for dinner. You're home at 7 p.m. You get ready for bed and you're in bed by nine. <laughs> and I'm I'm speaking from experience here. Um, not that my friends forced me to go to brunch, but <laughs> um, I'm just saying like it. it's choosing, you know, choosing your boundaries and setting those boundaries. So... What do you do if someone isn't responding in a nice way to your boundaries? All right. Let's say, you know, in a perfect world, they ask you to do something. You say no, and it goes perfect. Great. That's a healthy relationship. Move on, get your shit done, whatever. Let's say, you know, someone asks you to do something. You say no, and they go, okay, whatever. That's fine. That's a little passive-aggressive. With that, I would say communicate openly and call it as you see it. It's better to be open than to just kind of beat around the bush. So maybe they feel hurt or abandoned. Let them know that you hear them and that you need to, you know, get stuff done for you first before you can help them out. And, you know, sometimes you don't have to explain yourself. Actually, I shouldn't even say sometimes. You don't have to explain yourself, but in the long run, it may help. Now, let's say someone asks you to do something, you say no, and they respond with, but why? That is not a healthy relationship. That is not healthy boundary setting. With that, I say, call a spade a spade, call it what it is. And sometimes saying less is better. Okay, this is where gaslighting can happen here. But You know, that's clearly a relationship that is not an energetic match for you, and it's time to move on. As much as possible, try to leave on a happy note and, you know, move on from the situation. Sometimes you can't, but that's just when you know you just need to cut it off. I'm going to end this episode here, and I'm going to end it by saying you should be getting back as much as you are giving, you know, they always say relationships are 50-50, and I look at it as relationships are 100%, 100%, and it should all feel good, but pay attention, pay very close attention to when it doesn't feel good, okay? If you're giving 100% and this person is giving, you know, 60, 50, 40%, then you are giving energy to a non-peer relationship out of lack, and the same goes both ways, Okay. I'm I'm not saying that, you know, y- you're always in the right and, you know, everyone else needs to give more of their time to you. Like, take a look around you. Maybe a friend isn't reaching out as much to you because they feel the same way. Maybe, you know, they, they feel like you're not putting in as much energy as they were into the relationship. So they've kind of, you know, distanced themselves from you. Take a look at that. Maybe reach out to them and ask to, you know, go see a movie or to go grab dinner or something like that and just talk about it. I'm going to end on that note. Thank you guys again for tuning in this week and I will talk to you guys next week.